Better Humans, welcome to another show. Colin here, your host. I'm the founder of the Better Human Podcast Network, Wild Foods, entrepreneur, father, podcaster, obsessed with betterment and growth and building better humans. So today I wanna help you do something that's gonna make you better or think in a way that'll make you better. Today's topic is something I just don't hear people talking about enough. Most of us are very friendly in everyday life to other people. It's kind of surprising how much we mistreat ourselves. We're good to complete strangers. We're nice to people and our family and, and we actively try to not hurt people on a regular basis. But then we actively hurt ourselves on a regular basis. We abuse ourselves. We convince ourselves we're not good enough. We look at someone else and then compare ourselves, which causes anxiety and stress and feelings of inferiority. We might even label ourselves and call ourselves names, yell at ourselves. Some people straight up physically harm themselves. Now we all do this, and I'm trying to speak it to those of you that do this more. I'm trying to think personally myself. I'm definitely hard on myself and I create inner conflict when I'm not productive or if I eat something I shouldn't or if I don't work out. These things do come up. But generally, for a long time now, I don't have a negative self-talk. I don't really struggle with like feelings of jealousy. I mean, it pops up every so often where I feel like I'm smarter than that person, yet they have all the success. Like I do fall into the comparison trap from time to time, but I've been actively curating that and mitigating that to the best of my ability over the years. One way is getting off social media. Another way is to continually focus on what I'm doing and realize that I have so much to be grateful for. You know, gratitude practice is huge for that. But I, I don't abuse myself very hardcore. It's usually more of like an internal conflict thing, but it is a form of abuse. I'm blaming myself for not doing something I think I should do. I set these high standards for myself. And if I don't work enough or I'm not productive enough, you know, I feel like I'm wasting time. So it is a form of abuse. But some people, and I know these people, they are so hard on themselves. It really upsets me when I think about it. It's just like, why? And that's the question you should ask yourself. Why? Why do you need to abuse yourself? Does it make you feel better because you release this tension, this dissonance? You know, in some weird way, it's like pain sometimes is a release for people. I believe that's... The idea around self-harm, like physical mutilation, I, I think people get a kind of mental release from it. The physical pain releases the inner pain, the mental pain. I've heard people talk about that. I've never done that, so I, I can't really understand it. What I want you to think about is just the times in your life when you have that negative dialogue, when you're berating yourself, when you're talking down to yourself, when you're condescending yourself, when you're doing all the things to yourself that you would never do in real life to someone else, to, to a complete stranger. And they say, you have to love yourself. They say you have to have compassion for yourself. They say that the most important relationship in your life is the one with yourself. And I wholeheartedly agree with this. I think that if you can't have a healthy relationship with yourself, you can't have fully healthy relationships with other people. There's a kind of disconnect there. It's kind of like a crack in the foundation where toxicity and negativity and bad things are gonna seep through and affect other relationships in your life. I don't think you can have healthy functioning relationships if you don't first have healthy functioning relationships with yourself. And this is why I believe I see people repeat the same mistakes, the same patterns. They fall into the same relationships. They get the same people, the same toxic people, the same toxic thought patterns, the same hopping from this to that or whatever. People do this over and over again. Why is it that most people repeat the same mistakes and a few tend to learn from their mistakes and never make them again. This is where we get into the growth versus fixed mindset. This is where we get into like the idea of the 1% and how some people take agency and ownership and some people are just obsessed with betterment. And I really want to help as many people get obsessed with betterment as possible. 
like I want everyone to have that mindset that every day, a little bit, if you can get a little bit better, it's going to make the world and your life and the people around you so much better. I don't really know what else to say beyond that. I should probably have some examples or some quotes or something for you. Just think about what are you doing? To what end are you trying to reach by berating yourself or feeling bad for yourself? You know, and then that off the time manifests in other bad behaviors that are compensation. Yes, this stuff is complicated. Yes, this stuff goes back to childhood. Like there is a, I've seen some or heard some ideas around the idea of cry it out, which Allison told me about this. They said there's some connection to children that were allowed to cry it out. So the cry it out method is basically like you put a baby alone in a crib or something and you let it cry and it's just going to keep crying. And like having kids now, that just is, holy shit, painful, painful for the parents to do it and disgraceful for the doctors and psychologists who ever recommended it. Because I just think it's straight up torture. It's child abuse. If you're letting your kids cry it out, please don't do it. And if you want to justify it to me, I would tell you to go F yourself and you're full of shit. That's what I would say. I don't even know why this is making me angry right now, but it's just one of those things like your biology knows better than some idiot in a lab coat. The doctors used to tell you you could smoke. The doctors tell you that you can eat grains and sugar and this and that, and that you can have crackers if you're diabetic. The doctors are full of shit. Most doctors are full of shit. Most big pharma is full of shit. Most government and politicians are full of shit. Your biology is telling you that your baby needs something because a baby alone in the wild wouldn't last long. So it has to cry. It needs protection. It needs soothing. It needs to feel protected. It's like when I just think about this and talk about this, I'm like, how is this not so goddamn obvious? And it's a it's a perfect example of the dangers of outsourcing your own critical thinking to someone else. Okay, and rant. This is about you and abusing yourself. But I would say that's even some, that's a form of abuse. Outsourcing your thinking because you think you need to live up to someone else's ideal or because someone has a title or a degree or a credential or money or fame or whatever and you think they know better than you. No, nobody knows better than you than yourself. So listen to yourself. Listen to your intuition. Do your own independent thinking. And the connection here to not abusing yourself is that you're getting the agency and you're realizing that you don't need to spend so much damn time trying to compare yourself to others or someone else's ideal, which I believe is what a lot of the source of self-abuse comes from. It comes from others. It's a lack of love that you felt. And so you feel inadequate and that has solidified in neural connections in your brain. And so you try to do things to compensate for that. You feel insecure because you feel like you're not good enough. And so you're jealous or this or whatever manifests in ways like that. You try to control things to remove the anxiety that comes from not knowing which manifests in all these ways that actually ironically ends up bringing us the things we don't want through the law of attraction. I would say that outsourcing your thinking to other people because you think they know better than you or they're better than you or they have more success than you or some other BS label judgment story that you created is at the source of self-abuse and self-conflict and inner conflict. Remove all that. Think for yourself. Stop letting the illusion that is the visual or the credentials or some other BS convince you that people are better than you or no more than you. Now, I can only rant at you for so long, or I could actually rant at you for a long time, actually, but it's not going to have the effect of actually changing something, right? Like you're not going to listen to me and then just like wake up tomorrow and be like, oh yeah, Colin, he's so right. I cannot do this to myself anymore. Well, I mean, I guess you could do that. You should do that. But it's not going to just like immediately manifest and change in your life. This is going to be a process. This is, you're going to have to figure out what things really trigger you, what unpacked things that need to be unpacked. Like what things are you suppressing or compensating for? 
Because for me and what I need to not have inner conflict, to not beat myself up about not being productive, to comparing myself to other people that have more success, what I need is completely different than what you need. I have no idea what you need. Half the time, I don't even know what I need. And I'm sure that's probably true for you as well. But if I had to boil it down to first principles, I'd probably say that definitely, 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 definitely remove that imposter syndrome ideal of someone else or something else or what society says or what some celebrity says or what some expert says or whatever. We live in a world where the information for anything is literally out there, freely available and free. Do you want to know why the printing press was so revolutionary? It's because it just shared ideas and information. Yet today we have that in more abundance than all previous generations had. And we still look at other humans and think they know everything or are better than us or whatever. Playing field is level. If you want to figure out something for yourself, if you want to listen to the celebrities or the experts and then say, I want to figure out what they're right about, what they're wrong about, what they're guessing about, and what's just the political narrative. To be able to tease those things out because that's pretty much what is hidden in every statement. Every statement, especially in this crazy politically charged world we're in right now, has probably a little bit of truth, a little bit of lie, and a little bit of fuzzy made up whatever that they are not sure of. That's why I'm so obsessed with first principles. Get down to things we know for sure. What's one plus one? We know that. Let's build up from there. Let's not take these complex things that we can't see, touch, or feel. We have no way to experiment or falsify and then just make up stories. That's literally what is going on in 2021 and 2020. And you do it too in your own life. You take impartial information in because your attention can only see so many things. You form these subconscious value judgments and stories. And then you use it to abuse yourself and convince yourself that you're not good enough or you need a degree or whatever. Appeal to authority, confirmation bias, like hundreds of biases that scientists have discovered and are still discovering that keep us from seeing truth, thinking for ourselves and make it really hard to not have the comparison trap and the inner conflict and the inner beating up up ourselves or even worse, the idea that we're a victim. That's the really toxic, insidious one. So I hope today and moving forward, you'll start first identifying that inner voice, that inner critic, that inner abuser and tell him or her to go fuck off. It, It could be as simple as that. The second you start feeling bad for yourself or start telling yourself they're pretty, they're this, they're that. I wish I was like that. The second those lines go through your head, get TFO, get TFO of my head. And you have to look that up because I've already cursed to my limit in this show. So that's it. Hope you got something to think about, something to do maybe. And if you want to support the show, you can check out one of our fine sponsors here. We got the Wild Foods Co. Better Foods and Sups for Better Humans. Get some Cocotropic. Get some amazing Austin fresh roasted coffee. Make your morning uh, keto coffee or Cocotropic coffee. Got a bunch of products to help you support your health. Use code WOWCEO for 15% off your entire order. And how I stack Bitcoin on a daily basis, Colin.coach slash swan. That's going to be it for today. Better Human Newsletter over at Colin.coach. I'll see you in the next one. One of the most important things is to make sure that your health is in check. And today's featured advertising partner, good friend of mine, owns a company called Upgraded Formulas. They sell very high quality, easy to absorb minerals that I use to optimize my minerals. Now, the thing that is so amazing about them, this company, these products that really sold me was the hair test. I did a hair test. I got a PDF, like three pages of minerals and heavy metals as well. I had a high mercury, so I'm working on that. 
I was high in potassium, which means I'm holding on to it. I actually need to supplement with that. And I was low in sodium and a couple other things. And so now I have a stack of boron. I have, I'm taking magnesium, iodine, which most people are deficient. In, and I'm taking these things to optimize my levels. And then probably every six months, I'll do another test to see where I'm at. Most tests bother me because it's like, a long drawn out process and blood work is actually just a short glimpse so i don't actually recommend blood work that often for people because you're only getting like what's going on in your blood that day or that second or that hour it's not a good holistic view whereas hair is a historical record it's kind of like rings of a tree you kind of have an idea of what was going on during that time and for most of us we have an average lifestyle an average amount of time we spend doing things and eating out and whatever so a chunk of hair that they test multiple times gives you a pretty accurate representation of what your mineral profile likely is on most days. And so then you know forever that you might be like high in mercury or you might always need a little bit more potassium or magnesium is constantly a thing. You have like restless, rest, you have restless leg syndrome, etc. And so then you can supplement with these as just a baseline and then maybe do the test every so often to truly optimize. Now for me, the mid-morning slump when I usually get tired, almost non-existent. This has been the the number one thing for that for me taking these products has helped with is that mid-morning slump. And I don't know, maybe it's the increased magnesium, maybe it's the iodine, maybe it's everything, maybe it's what I'm doing to try to combat the mercury, who knows? Test, don't guess, and then supplement strategically with upgraded formulas. Go to upgradedformulas.com and use code BETTERHUMAN for 15% off your entire order.